BDSM and non-standard relationships. Star exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As, as well, well as, as simply, simply fun, fun kink. kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more at eroticawakeningpodcast.com. This week on Erotic Awakening, meeting your potential poly partners. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. Hi, Karen. Hi, Hi Dan. Karen. Hi, Don. <laughs> Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking a little polyamory, specifically how you can meet other poly people and since we have uh, uh, that as our topic we brought a poly person on and uh, the famous Karen is on the podcast with us today. <laughs> so and it's kind of neat and actually this topic this question gets asked us a lot and um, we're usually like well, we don't know but um, I was mentioning to someone during the poly round table at Cope yesterday at lunchtime that you know we were talking about um, how we used to do dinners you know it would be what me you Karen that it was just mm-hmm. just was what is that three like four of us family. Mm-hmm. yeah and the last one we just had was me you karen bat bat's new girlfriend my new boyfriend his wife your new karen's new boyfriend and i think we had eight yeah so obviously we have figured out how to meet people <laughs> yes it's just in weird spaces <laughs> yes. weird places <laughs> and and as a matter of fact that all came to a head at cope recently the the event that uh, AIS event that we all just returned from. Mm-hmm. Like this morning. Yes, <laughs> yes. this morning. So. Yes. But we'll get there in just a moment. Uh, should be a, a good topic. And Karen can find out what it is we actually talk about on the podcast and she doesn't listen to it. I listen every now and then. I was going to say, you might not want to. Know. <laughs> That's why I don't most of the time. And then we have to have a talk. Yes. Uh, before we get into that, we do have some new subscribers around the world from on to the newsletter. We send that oh, out about do. once a month and let people know about that. I'm in the middle of writing the next one, so it should be out soon. But we have a little one from Iowa. Oh, is that what that says? I thought mm-hmm. that said ITIL. No, I think it's little. For our IT process manager geeks out there, that was quite humorous. For the rest of the world, <laughs> whatever. Uh, Perez Persephone. From England. <laughs> Jeff from Illinois. Landek from Ontario. And Kristen from Indiana. How come you get the easy names? and I, get I don't know. I think yours is Lady K. People oh, put, look at that, Lady K. Yes. See, sometimes it's very visual on <laughs> what these are. So, well, there's so many people out there now. You got to be kind of creative how you put your stuff together. That's true. You can't so. just have a. As a matter of fact, so speaking of people, Polly, mm-hmm. I have a date with someone coming up, and although they, I don't have their anonymity uh, thingamajigger that I can use their name on the podcast, their Fet Nick is so common, uh-huh. I could easily say it. And he'd be like, oh, well, or which one Or just make an animal this? noise. And it would be the same thing. Everybody seems to be that animal. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what animal noises she makes. We haven't had the date yet. This is what with you miss name. on the podcast. And this is why I don't listen. <laughs> her name has an animal noise. But there are some names yes. in Kinkland that are more common well, than others. Well, you tried to be just Dan on FetLife, but we actually met the person that got just Dan on FetLife. Yes, He's they're, in Canada. Their name is literal. Their nick on FetLife is Dan. It's just Dan. Dan. There's no just dashes. Dan. There's no symbols. There's yes. no nothing. He got Dan. 
So uh, he's poly too. That's kind of cool. We've had talks with him. Oh, have we? Yeah. Is this a boy report? No, it's okay. not, not this time, but um, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sure it could be. <laughs> um, yes, it could be. So we're in the post-cope Fog. Fog. <laughs> yeah, post coat It was nice. We, we actually met out, met some people at the uh, at the event that listened to the podcast. I actually had someone blame me for having a horrible drive to cope. <gasps> oh no! Because they apparently they downloaded like twenty episodes to listen to on the drive in, and right. and for some reason their MP three MP three player blew up. Oh no! So apparently it was my voice that caused their MP three <laughs> player to blow up. So, and then we had the couple that stopped me. I really wish we'd got your guys' names. And you say you're listening to the podcast all the time. So go ahead and write in and let us know. We're the ones that were at COPE at the ending ceremonies that stopped you guys. And um, they said that they listened to the last few and then went all the way back to the beginning. And I always feel like apologizing to everybody that goes back to the beginning. We were still learning. So, but they're enjoying it. So good. And I remembered to say hi Dan instead of hi sir this time yes. when you did it to me. <laughs> and actually if I remember right, which is kinda cool, is we did POTQ graduation at Cope and I think the very first podcast was about POTQ. That with wouldn't POTQ people. surprise me. Or it was it was or POTQ very close or to the beginning or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was either episode so, one or two was mm-hmm. um was about the whole path of the Kadishti mm-hmm. graduation. So that was kind of neat. We did have that over the weekend at Scarlet Sanctuary. So four more graduates. Yay. Yay. So for those that are uh, curious about this whole Kadishti thing, uh, Dawn and I will be teaching Kadishti BDSM this Wednesday at the Monkey Puzzle Club. Though I understand the sign up sheet is full, but I'm sure we'll be doing it again. There you go. I did notice that uh, recently the. Fearless Submissive podcast came out, and uh, Julie R., who runs that podcast, said that since she's joined the Erotic Awakening Podcast Network, she has more people than ever has ever listened to her. Fabulous. So we recommend you head over to eroticawakeningpodcast.com and find all the other podcasts out there. Uh, you will be hearing a new episode of Passion and Soul this same day that this podcast comes out, and find the new submissive, Fearless Submissive podcast it's recently added to the network. Yay! Well, now that I'm done with my uh, book seven of Stephen King, I can start listening to my yes. podcast again. Yay! And, and you can spend much time not telling me how book seven turns out, which I have not <laughs> listened to yet. Uh, we often um, shared about the wonderful idea of finish, having one of your poly partners finish the show Lost a couple of months before you do. And how they have to keep things secret. I've been trying to do the same thing. He'll say something about book six and he'll look at me for a response to see and I'm like, nothing. Stone face. You see nothing here. So, Karen, you are far more familiar with using OkCupid as a poly meeting people tool. Do you recommend it? Have you had any luck with OkCupid? I have had luck with OkCupid from the standpoint of I do meet people. For me... It has not turned into any type of long-term dating tool. I keep an active profile, honestly, at this point, because I think it's important for poly people out there to be able to find other poly people. And anymore, it's become more of a way for people to kind of find resources. I'll say, hey, you know, my plate's really full right now, but hey, we have this poly group here in town, and it's a great place to meet people and talk to people and meet other like-minded people. Um, so it's actually kind of become a bit of a recruiting tool for um, 
our poly group, but I have met people and I have gone out on dates. And I think for me, when I think back, the last, well, everyone that I've dated in eight years in a poly setting, I have known for probably most for a year or so before it turned into a dating situation. Most recently, it wasn't that long, but I still knew them before we dated. And the last two, I guess, really met through Polly Columbus. So I tend to be more of successful dating for me comes from already knowing the person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why OkCupid doesn't work so well for me. So, yeah, I get that. And I, I've tried to date a couple of people from OkCupid and I keep an active profile as well. Haven't had that much luck because the people that usually um, respond to mine are like, oh, you're Polly. Let's get together and at a hotel. Yeah. You know, so they see it more swinging instead of trying to develop relationships. So, yeah. you know, and there's a lot of times I get the one liners. I mean, out of the blue, I get the, do you do anal? <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what with you. Means, yes. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. But um, so sometimes in that environment, they don't get it. But sometimes I do. I'll run across yeah. people that are like, this is exactly what I'm looking for. Tell me a little more. Yeah. Blah, blah, and blah. Funny enough, I every now and then will get someone that I actually have known for a while. Oh, yeah. And it happened just this weekend. <laughs> and they come up and said, hey, guess who popped up on my Nexus matches? Did that and we me. have a really yeah. high percentage of a match. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so Nexus popped up online. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, just thought I'd say hi. They think we're a match. And we both right. just kind of giggled because we are both polysaturated at the right. moment. Right. So, And we've known each other for years and years and years. But, uh, but yeah. I, I will say the, that I had the same thing happen when I started my OkCupid account. The very first person it connected me with was one of my karate teachers, which uh, wasn't a great idea as far as I was concerned, I, especially since I just dropped out of that karate. I, I tell you what, maybe this is a guy thing, and I'm sure, it's, I'm sure that I'll get called out for being a sexist or whatever, but I, as a white belt, didn't really feel like dating a black belt. <laughs> I just kind of felt like if we were going to argue over who paid the check, I would always lose. Now, Wes, Wesley uh, Fenza, who teaches a great class on using OkCupid as a poly dating tool. Matter of fact, that's we brought him back to Beyond the Love to teach that same class mm-hmm. again because it got such positive oh, yeah. responses. Yeah. The only thing I can tell you about OkCupid is if you do use the Google Chrome browser, you can download an extension that allows you, when you go to OkCupid, you'll have this little pop-up that goes, that tells you if the person is non-monogamous friendly, if they're poly-friendly, mm-hmm. if they're, and all these other little little indicators nice. that you normally have to dig through to right. get to. Right. I will say, as far as dating sites go out there, it's free, and it is very poly-friendly. So mm-hmm. I think some people just are better at the online dating than I am. So it's probably a very effective tool for some people. Um, so I would recommend people use it if they're interested in online dating because well, it is... Especially, or especially if they don't have like a poly support group where they can go right. meet other poly people. So right. that is a way of getting out there and, and coming across some people. But here in Columbus, we've got such a huge poly community right. that we're, we're constantly meeting new people. So I would have to say my current boyfriend, um, Big D, I think <laughs> is how he's labeled anymore. <laughs> Um, came from the poly group. Um, your Karen's most recent came from the poly poly group. group. Dan's most recent comes to the poly group. Comes to the poly group, but actually I met her via, I would say more via a kink group. Right. The, the 
Monkey, Monkey Puzzle, Puzzle Club, Club, as a matter of fact. Right. Well, there's your second plug, Monkey Puzzle Club. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, but so there is some crossover between Kinkland and and Polyland, and we'll have to talk about that in a moment because I've got. I can pretty much repeat where the last ten people I've met. Are gonna, right. But we'll get there in a moment. What are you going to do when you meet all those people? Ghostbusters. I don't know for some reason. It just sounded like that. Let me try. Let's try that again. This time, let, let there be a pause. What are you going to do when you meet all those people? Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Smitten Kitten. Smitten Kitten is your online resource and personal guide to all things sex related. They offer over three, really, Ghostbusters, over 3,000 unique products and have served the sex positive community for over 10 years. From lube to condoms, you'll find it all at smittenkittenonline.com. And you can use Dane and Dawn and get a 20% discount. For clarity's sake, that's a coupon code that you'll enter, not a physical act. <laughs> nice. And I'm sitting here thinking, lubes and condom. After the weekend we just had, he's thinking lubes and condom with the kinky stuff that it could be. Or naughty stuff. Or sex stuff. Yeah. It's okay. That covers everything. Because <laughs> really... You can't go wrong with lube and condom. You might start with floggers and rope. But it ends with condom and lube. To be yeah. Right. Let's well, just get it's it. true. True. For some people. Not for everyone, of course. Um, so the last... I'm, I'm just going to randomly throw out the number 10. The last 10 people that I've met that were potential for having some kind of a relationship with. And, and you can call me out if I'm wrong about this, but I would say I've met them all via kink events. Well, we hang out the most at kink events. So that's probably where we are going to run across them. I mean, um, like I said, Big D just happened to be in the poly world. And thank goodness I found out he was kink friendly. Um, or that wouldn't have gone too well. The person before that that I dated was um, because he had heard me on the podcast. All um, right, yeah, yeah. The other one that I'm flirting with right now, I don't know if I would consider that a kink event I met him at or through the podcast or a combination. Mm -hmm. So, and the ones I've met online, I thought. I had met through okay Cupid or Collar Me, and come to find out, I had met them in the kink world first. Um, so for me, yeah, though, but the girls, I'm gonna say, yeah, that it's the kink events because the kink events often have a poly aspect to them, right? Oh yeah, this is, and because in general, not to say that all kinky people are monogamous or polyamorous, they're not all one or the other, but as it is more likely to have open-minded people, open relationships at kink events so hence that's where i meet these people and that seems to be where i end up with a lot of hookups and the reason for that i think part of it is that we don't meet people at poly events and not necessarily poly columbus but poly events so much is the few times we've been to a poly event it's because we're focused on running it oh i'm <laughs> running it or the relationship aspect of it mm -hmm. now Beyond the Love, and I don't want to turn this into a big commercial for Beyond the Love, but one of the things we did was specifically make a flirt track so that if your desire is to meet people, mm -hmm. that's an option. If your desire is to focus on your relationship and just be in your relationship and not meet people, there's plenty of activity there too. But if right. you want to, it is a skill. How do I learn? How do I meet polyamorous people? And I think that's an important thing to have to address. I think so too. So, and yeah, there's not one answer that'll fit for everybody. Mm -hmm. So, cause we actually tend to find our people, find our people when we're not looking, mm -hmm. when I'm out there like aggressively looking, yeah, it doesn't work too well. 
Yeah, and I have to say, it's actually kind of surprised me that the most recent person I'm dating that I have known for so long, because I kind of thought I was over or um, tapped out, I guess, in the Columbus oh, area, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I that I wasn't that going too, to right? meet someone locally. So it's actually a bit surprising to me that I am. And we're very fortunate in Columbus, because Poly Columbus is, is a thriving group, and we have... We're fortunate that we now also have a staff of people that can plan social events and much more than um, we were able to do in the past. And so we have many opportunities now because the meetings themselves are kind of a no pickup zone, safe zone. Right. We're not a meat market. But now we have all these social events that it's much more easy for people to socialize with each other and get to know each other. But I know that in most areas, they may not have that. Right. So um, I do feel very lucky that we have that avenue here. Um, I highly suggest if you don't have a support group to create one because it's actually very hard um, to live poly for most of us in a monogamous world because you don't have that support and you can't talk openly and some things are just a little different. So before we get into the uh, Karen's tips for meeting people because <laughs> and the reason why this is a good topic is because you've been like saving yourself, I think, because you've had, you've had a relationship with me, you've had a relationship with Pittsburgh Chris. For quite a while, but that's about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And all yeah, of a sudden, sure. it's this guy and this guy and this guy. We don't even know who you're dating now. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into that, I do want to uh, thank Rihanna Peretti and Anna, who all subscribe to our underutilized YouTube channel. I promise you, I will put something on YouTube eventually, more than the one thing we have so far. But thank you for subscribing to our YouTube channel. And then we've also got Nolavella. You gave me a hard one this time. Unfet that kind of reached out to us and said hi. And Ty Delph also said hi on The Fet Life. So, awesome. Thank you for reaching out and saying hi, everybody. We very much appreciate that feedback. Let, the, uh, let us know that people actually are listening. Although, that's really not a requirement. We keep talking anyway. And you just, like, mimicked Kevin Pollack. The Fet Life. Did I do that? Yes. I, <laughs> go fuck yourself. That's another Kevin Pollack thing. Nothing, nothing about you, Karen. Um, I, I don't know if you're aware of this, by the way, that podcast is a sacred porch time space where I can get away with anything. It's in our notes somewhere. We may have to talk about what porch time is at some point. We may have to talk about that soon. Um, Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. So, I have no clue what they have coming up next. I'm still I don't I'm still on a high, high from a coke. So yeah. So I do know Winter Wickedness would be coming up. Their tickets will probably go on sale the weekend of Beyond the Love, I believe. So probably November ish yeah. yeah. for their February event. Coming so, up next is probably lots of sleeping. <laughs> hey, you know what? I did say earlier I don't want to turn this into a Beyond the Love commercial, but here's a Beyond the Love commercial. Uh, that is our polyamory event that we've got coming up on November 7th, 8th, and 9th. And did you know, Karen, that if you register between now and September 16th, you will automatically be entered into a drawing to not only get a free Beyond the Love t-shirt, but also a free Beyond the Love registration for next year's event. I did know. <laughs> well, you should tell your friends. I've been telling them all. <laughs> you should go register. I'm already registered. <laughs> and yeah. even and if, that's only a couple of days away. It is. And so even hurry if you, up. 
even if you don't get to hear this before September 16th, you should still go register while tickets are only $69. Even when they go to full price, after the, they're still only $79 for a full three-day event. And uh, just go look at the presenters. We have a dozen fantastic poly presenters. Uh, poly for introverts, poly, how, poly flirt track. Um, poly speed mixer. We've got tons mm -hmm. of social time. We've got um, relationship style mini summits. We've got the masquerade ball yeah. on Saturday night. We're yeah. going to have a tax advisor. We're oh, going to yeah. have mm -hmm. some tarot reading. We're going to have um, the Columbus Health Department coming in and doing mm -hmm. a workshop on STDs. So. We got, yeah, we've got the groups running the hospitality suites for snacks at night. So it's just a lot of fun. And we had a, a lot of people come up to us this weekend saying, oh my God, I can't wait to be on the love because we just mm -hmm. want to talk. And you saw um, we had a pretty good turnout for the, the Polly brown mm -hmm. bag mm -hmm. yesterday that Beyond the Love sponsored at Cope and Polly Columbus. Those are brown bag. We give them pizza. Well, that's it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so and just really good turnout with that. Lots of people looking forward to finding other Polly people to, mm -hmm. to chat with. And even if you don't feel like going and you're just tired of hearing us talk about it, treat mm -hmm. it like PBS. Go Sponsor buy a ticket us. just to shut us up. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And so, it's a great way to meet people. Oh, it absolutely. is. Speaking of which, so Karen, the last couple people you've met, how is it that, now, honestly, right? Mm -hmm. You've gone from an extended time of pretty much having True. two partners and two long-term partners, mm -hmm. me and Pittsburgh Chris, and suddenly you've had a couple of new relationships pop up. And not mm -hmm. just one date, but a, hey, mm -hmm. this is an actual relationship. What, what, sure. Is something changed in you? Have you found a new way to meet people? Or how, do you, how did all that happen? I, I don't really know. I guess, <laughs> um, I guess the universe just kind of said, hey, here's some people. <laughs> <laughs> one of which has already kind of started and ended. So it was a very short period of time. Um, but still, you know, friendly and still around. Um, so I, I really don't know. I think this, there, there's periods that people are supposed to be in our lives for whatever reason. And, and I actually do believe that that's when they tend to come in because I'm not looking. But um, I don't know. But they truly, but both people were people I already knew. Although um, the first guy, who is still a friend, but I'm not actually dating anymore, actually messaged me on OkCupid, but comes to Poly Columbus. So that was kind of funny. Oh. <laughs> so. Nice. Um, yeah. So is the key to not look? I mean, and it's so, well, that sounds I mean, I so horrible. I hate to say it because for some people, that's, that could be very successful. I think the key is know yourself and where you're at and what you have the capacity to do. And I think that for whatever reason, the capacity just happened to be here right now. And so the, the people were, and I'm sure that I'm more uh, closed off at times and more open at times. So something must have been more open. Um you know, I don't know. I really don't know. But for me, both people already knew. But I hate to say just don't be looking because for some people, that's part of the fun for them. They hmm. enjoy the looking. And I will say, I mean, I, I've certainly in the last five years, even though this is, I've had more extended dating, I've gone on dates, you know, and I've gone out. It's just that there hasn't been more than one or there just, there was no, no spark or no something. Spark, no spark, yeah. no. Yeah. Um, and that could be fun, right? I mean, you know, how many people that are you know in long-term relationships can just kind of go date and have mm -hmm. fun I mean in the monogamous world that just doesn't happen so mm -hmm. there's a certain element of that that is just intriguing to go do for me sometimes otherwise uh, sometimes it's also though just um k kind of not fun <laughs> you know so when it becomes more stressful than fun then I tend to kind of like just um 
come more closed off, mm-hmm. but but some people that is the fun to them, so they enjoy right, right. that. The so if the, the looking is the, fun, then yeah. then look. And mm-hmm. I think you know there's avenues out there to do that. Okay, Cupid's one of them. Groups are one of them. Meetup people sometimes. I mean, there there are more and more. I think meetup groups that are mm-hmm. alternative in nature. We have a Poly Columbus meetup page. You know, I and I hear that. I've never heard anybody have great success with any of the poly. There are some poly dating sites out there. Uh, there's a poly friend finder, and there's the poly poly matchmaker. poly matchmaker, and there's a couple other ones. And I've never heard anybody have great. But the problem, and even FetLife, right? People have said, "Oh, you can use FetLife," but none of them really work. Okay, Cupid is, is the only one that I've ever heard any. Any a lot of people say that's not great for poly, but it is the most consistent positive one that i have heard right right most of the poly ones are paid you have to pay for it to really be a in-depth tool and i think that's a deterrent and the other problem with that is that there are so damn many of them there's no one that everybody Mm -hmm. you know like you might find a tenth of the poly population on one site and then the other site has the other tenth but that just well i heard someone recently on midwest poly the facebook page you know, say, oh, I use, and I can't even remember the name of it now. And I'm like, what the hell is that? Oh, mm-hmm. I've been on there for years. <laughs> Never right. heard of it. And I mm-hmm. thought I was out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and sometimes you don't hear of it if you're not like officially looking and asking other people where they go. Right. And, you know, we just did this interview with Minx about being introverts mm-hmm. and extroverts and polyamory. Mm-hmm. But the reality is what we see as the single most successful thing is being involved in the local community yes. and maybe it's the king community is the only thing you have in town but that's better than the nothing right it's better than online if you have a poly community i mean that appears to be if i just looking at you two as, as our sample that's where most of the, the relationships have been spawning from is the poly community so being involved with those even if you're not going there to hook up with people when you're involved in the poly community, you hear how people view polyamory. Mm-hmm. There's a particular uh, person who I could think of that I would never think about dating. But every time she talks about her view on polyamory, I'm like, man, that's, that's how I think about polyamory. Mm-hmm. So, I think, too, um, the benefit to me for meeting people here in the poly community or in the poly community is... Okay, cute, but I tend to get people contacting me that don't really know what poly is, or they they might be a little bit curious, and I I don't have to explain to the last two people that I've dated what poly is because they were already right. poly, like they already get it. I don't have to explain that I have a Dan and there's a you Chris may have to and s- explain a, the little tweaks. Yeah, of how we yours explain is a our different, yeah, right? But not the whole concept, but not what it is, right? And why you know they're already open to it. Um, and I think some people have a lot of patience and capacity for doing that. I tend to not be one of them, so. Mm-hmm. I agree. I also agree that I want to mention this real quickly. Um, Lee Harrington brought it up to our attention that there's a particular group out there, and I was looking at it, and pretty interesting group. This group is called Mob. This has got nothing to do with meeting polyamory people, but I do want to mention it. <laughs> Mob is a group for all women, including any kind of transsexual, transgender, intersex women, Anybody who lives their life daily as a woman. It's, um, and it's for people that are over 21 and who have an interest in BDSM. And I'm not going to go into the big thing, but if you live in the New England area and that sounds like you, you should head over to mobnewengland.nn. Oh, I'll put this in the show notes. N 
fshost.com slash mob. I'll put that in the chat, but if you're in the New England area and that sounds like you, it's a great group. Go check it out. But you know, but that just made me think. You were talking about um, uh, transsexual, transgender, uh, things like that. And not that this is the same, but what popped into my head is, is um, I think I'm going to start attending, when we go to a leather events, mm-hmm. more cruises. Because cruises is about pickup play, but it could also lead to something else. So sometimes you just have to be brave enough to put yourself out there and say, hey, I'm available. So It is pretty rare that I go into the all-male dungeon. I will admit that. Yeah. Well, you're not really cruising. <laughs> but uh, I have not had good luck with trying to find a female relationship. So I've actually dated two female, not dated... I wouldn't call it dating. Went out for coffee, mm-hmm. had lunch with one, and was chatting hey, with another. Well, oh, yeah. see, I'm looking for Polly, and even though I found her to be lovely <laughs> and a nice person, her husband doesn't know. Yeah. And I can't, to me, that's not Polly, if the, mm-hmm. if the other person doesn't know. And though I don't judge them, you know, glass houses and all of that, I don't judge them, but I don't want to get involved in the drama. So, you know, I told her if she told him and she was still up to seeing me again, then then that could work. And then the other one was an okay Cupid person. And it's like, yay, hey, let's meet. And then they would disappear for a couple of weeks. And then they would come back and say, oh, I'm sorry, I was busy or I was sick or whatever. And then we try to set something up again and then they would disappear again. And I think that's <laughs> one of the reasons that I don't like online searching so much is because it's so easy to hide. And I can hide as well, you know, if mm-hmm. I'm just not getting, you know, if it's just not vibing for me, I'll just kind of disappear. And, but I see other people doing that as well. So you don't really get that hookup to meet in person. They're, right. they're kind of like braver behind the screen than actually meeting. Whereas if you're meeting people in person already, they're already out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but sometimes online's all you got. Mm-hmm. So we want to know how you met your poly partners, or if you have something better you'd like us to talk about, you can contact us at Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Or go to the website, um, eroticawakening.com, and use the GOT comment form. Or on the FetLife, we have a group, guess what it's called? Erotic Awakening. Awakening. Two words. Or follow us on Twitter at Dan and Dawn. You can find word. voicemail and all other ways to contact us, as well as pictures of... Ginger the Polly Puppy at eroticawakening.com. Nice. There's no real pictures of Ginger. Actually, there is. <laughs> if you head over to there, you'll find that Ginger's got credited as the producer of this podcast. <laughs> nice. You just have to know where to look. Nice, nice, nice. So, guess who else has been um, very active in our uh, email box? Who's that? Bungie from well, Australia. <laughs> so, Karen, he you may not be aware of this. so much. Yes, he does. He's, and the funny thing is, he's. Uh, Got this wonderful life in Australia and oh, yeah. writes us to complain about how peaceful and calm it is. It's like, no, that's a good thing, actually. Right, we, right. But one of the important parts of the podcast is this part of the podcast, food on boobs. So Bungie sent me some whipped cream boobs, which is uh, low he says He says he keeps trying. He keeps trying to find you really good food on boobs. He sends me really good tentacle Bungie. stuff. Take off your shirt and get a couple of <laughs> pairs and take a picture. That'd be awesome. So um, with the tentacle links, we have <laughs> Sasquatch sent us um, a link to... Don't say, a, wait, wait. Sasquatch didn't send us jack shit, pal. Okay. Sent me a picture of somebody with an octopus on their butt. So, and I'm not talking a tattoo. 
It was an octopus on someone's <laughs> butt. <laughs> Squishy octopus. And then Bat's been sending me uh, tentacle pics left and right of tattoos and artwork and all kinds of neat stuff. So, and then um, someone that I forgot, but it's been in my inbox for a while, Annaline Annaline from Twitter actually sent me a picture and it's titled Falling in Lovecraft. And it's of a girl sitting on a cliff and the tentacle is coming up out of the water with a Lovecraft book to hand to her. So it's called Falling (laughs) in Lovecraft. So really cute. I like it. It's also really cute when you go over to iTunes and rate us, tweet about us, like us on Facebook, or tell your friends. So as we wrap up this episode, Dawn, what is your number one tip for meeting new poly partners? Be open to meeting new poly partners. So have space in your life. Karen? Dawn took mine. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Hang out with other poly people. Like at, oh. If, and be open, like at Polly Columbus. Or beyond be the love. love. Yes. Uh, my number one most successful meeting Polly people tip is actually become a presenter at kink events. That works because too. Because you end up traveling and going to one hell of a lot of kink events. And just on the odds, if you go to three of kink events a year, your odds of meeting somebody are X, but I go to 14 kink events a year. Right. So my odds are... Why? <laughs> I need to remember that. Keep my eyes open. What to go to more events? Yeah. Like you have more like you have time for that. Well the one I'm flirting with now, that's how I met him. The one that I'm flirting with now actually used the orange the the play with dawn card. I don't know if it's oh. an orange card. It's not a no. physical card, but they used the play with dawn card. <laughs> yes, they did. So yeah. So that's what you do, you wear an orange bandana. Anything, anything, anytime, anywhere. It's different. Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. Well, you better get going then. Okay. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by the Guilty Pleasures Stage Show and its educational branch, the Monkey Puzzle Club. Join us the third Friday of each month for Fetish Foreplay Friday at Club Princeton in Columbus, Ohio. Classes begin at 8 p.m. with party immediately following. You can also catch the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show at Circus Bar in Columbus, Ohio on the fourth Friday of every month. The Monkey Puzzle Club meets every Wednesday at 8 p.m. at The Room at the Columbus Insight Center if you get on the RSVP list. Follow us on Twitter at Monkey Puzzle Ohio. You can also follow both Guilty Pleasures and Monkey Puzzle Club on FetLife.com for all announcements and discussions. Bye, Dawn. Bye, Dan. Bye, Bye, Karen. Bye, Dan and Dawn.